If you're being conscious about your portion sizes, your food choices, and you're in a calorie deficit, you should have a decent amount of success in your fat loss endeavors. However, it's very easy, especially as we get deeper into the journey, for the small things to add up into something pretty significant. The goal of this episode is not to make you hypervigilant and concerned about calories being everywhere, but to bring you more awareness about these things that could be holding you back without you even realizing it. So today, I wanna go through five ways that hidden calories are creeping into your diet. And number one is coffee and coffee shop beverages. This is a very, very sneaky one. I've even had meetings with clients in the past, I'm not gonna call anyone out here, where I've seen the coffee that they've ordered and it's a creamy latte that easily has 100 to 150 calories in it. And A, I'm thinking, that's not actually a very good use of your calories considering where they're currently at. And the second thing I'm thinking is, I'm not even sure that you're tracking those. So I might bring it up in conversation a little bit later, I wouldn't ever say anything in the moment, but I don't think we actually acknowledge this. And even if you're someone who just has a dash of milk, and don't get me wrong, if you started your your journey by having a coffee with a little bit of milk and you did that consistently throughout, then it's not gonna really make that much of a difference. However, what we've got to look at here is let's say we're having two to three coffees a day, or maybe let's even say we were having one before and now we've bumped it up to three because we're in a deficit and we wanna you know, help with our cravings. So we have one caffeinated, one extra in the morning and a decaf. We throw in a dash of milk, maybe it's even whole milk, even if it's skimmed milk. Let's say on average that has 30 calories in it. And we do that twice a day. 60 calories. 60 across a seven day week is 420, if I'm not mistaken. So 420 calories extra that you may have not even realized is creeping in. And what's happened there? Your coach adds in that extra cardio session and I'm like, hey, let's do 30 minutes extra cardio this week. You expend somewhere within the region of three to 400 calories, but guess what? It's not even making a difference because you're consuming the 420 calories extra from milk that you didn't even realize. So this is something that can really add up and it's not just milk, it's like sugars here and there, it's syrups. And that's why I said coffee shop beverages because there's sometimes teas that people have that you might put some sugar in it or there might be other things that these coffee shops are adding in. But it's super important that when you are going to a coffee shop, you're aware of what you're consuming. The only calorie-free beverage that I know of is gonna be like a black Americano. It's gonna be basically a few calories if and it's negligible. I wouldn't ever track a black Americano. But everything else that you drink outside of a black Americano or maybe like a black tea or a green tea or a mint tea, for example, probably has calories in it. And these need to be tracked because they can creep in without us even realizing it. Number two is a very similar one, oils and sauces. And once again, very, very easy to add up without us even realizing. A teaspoon, I wanna say, of oil could be about 45 calories, and it might not seem like it's that much. Maybe more of a tablespoon, I'd say about five grams is gonna be about 45 calories. And if you're adding just that little drizzle of olive oil here or there, or even you're adding it to the pan to cook with, and you just didn't even realize, then that could be adding easily 45 calories to each meal, for example. And if you're doing oil with two or three of your meals per day, and let's say you are just tracking the five grams that you think you're having, but you're actually pouring in eight, and then you're actually adding in 60, 70 calories without realizing, and you're having milk in your coffee as well, all of a sudden, your calories are a lot higher than you've really realized. And once again, this isn't to make you fearful of things, it's just to make you aware, so just in case you are doing these things. And sources as well, maybe they're added to your food, maybe you're adding them unconsciously. What was surprising to me, and I wouldn't usually put seasonings in this category, but sometimes there's a bunch of carbs in certain seasonings, especially 
those ones that like pre-made, they're like, you know, this peri-peri rub, for example, always look on the back of the pack. Most herbs and seasonings, I will preface this, are usually zero calorie and they won't actually have nutritional information on them. But if you're looking for like, like the fajita seasoning mix or something like that, most of the time they have nutritional information. Most of the time they have a hundred or so calories in them, some more, some less. So we have to be vigilant here. Number three is your small bites here and there. This one, I'm specifically speaking to the parents who like to have small bites off their children's plates. And this is a really important one. And sometimes it's a bit of a mindset shift as well. They're like, oh, you know, I don't want to waste food, etc. But at the same time, you might not be wasting food, but you're massively impacting your ability to gain results because of usually the kid's food, it probably is going to be health conscious. But I have had times in the past where I said, you know, I just ate the fish finger or the smiley potato waffle off my son or daughter's plate. And that's not going to be the most optimal. And if you do that once or twice a day, or even whilst you're cooking for others and you take these little mouthfuls here and there, like I said, fundamentally your food choices, your portion sizes, the fact you're in a calorie deficit should take care of a lot. But when we get deeper into the journey, these things matter. And this is one that I have to get myself into the groove of because of when I like to eat, I usually like snack on bread as I'm preparing my meals in the evening. So that's one of the first things that when I get into a deficit, when I get focused for a diet, I'm like, okay, I need to make sure the bread is out of sight and especially the butter as well, because if it adds like 100 to 200 calories without me even realizing. And it's not a problem when I am in a maintenance phase or a surplus. However, if I'm in a deficit, those calories are just creeping in. They're not really providing much from a satiation standpoint, and I'm not really realizing them. So they're impacting my deficit. So those small bites here and there, we need to be hyper aware of them and we need to eradicate them or make room for them in your calories. For example, you've been prescribed 1900 calories per day. Maybe you aim for 1750 and you pull back 150 grams, uh, 150 calories, sorry, of carbs and fats. And then you allow yourself for those little bites, those just in cases that might come in. It's going to be really valuable and avoid it having as much of an impact as it could. Number four is other people cooking for you. I know this myself. I'm a health and fitness professional, but when I'm cooking for my partner, I'm cooking with love. So I want to make the food as good as it possibly can be. So I'm not worrying about spraying with one cow spray. I'm putting butter in there. I'm not worrying about like just putting a little drizzle of olive oil in the salad. I'm going to make it taste delicious. There will be times where I'm like, hey, do we want to be health conscious or do you want me to make the best possible meal that I can? And usually the best possible meal I can is going to be a lot more calories. And let's say that someone isn't conscious of their health and fitness or doesn't have as much awareness, but they're great in the kitchen, their inclination is going to be, I want to create the best possible dish. And if other people are cooking for you, even if they say they're going to create the normal plan on your meal and it's just like chicken breast, potato and broccoli or something, for example, they will probably do things with it in order to make it taste nicer. They'll add that butter to your vegetables and maybe the crushed nuts as well that have added an extra 150, 200 calories. And you're there thinking you're eating your normal meal, but actually tastes significantly better because they did X, Y, and Z, but it subsequently increased the calories in the process. So if you have got other people cooking for you, it's so important that they're made aware of this. I have a lot of clients who have told me that their parents cook and they want to make things for them. And they've just asked them, can you use some one cow spray? Can you not put milk in the potatoes when you're making the mashed potato, for example? And you might think it's rude because someone's preparing the food for you. But personally, I would much rather someone give me their nutritional requirements so that when they get served the food, they're able to eat it and enjoy 
enjoy it and not worry versus them being very hesitant only eating half of it because of they know how many calories are in it I think it's a much better way to be and quite often it seems like a much bigger deal in our head than it is in reality number five is restaurants and takeaways so something that's interesting is that the UK have recently introduced putting the calories on the menus and it's caused a lot of controversy but what we've got to remember here is just like the situation where someone else who loves you is cooking for you the restaurants also want to make the best possible food they do not care about how many calories are in the food they care about making sure that you have the best possible experience from a taste perspective and usually that requires plenty of calories obviously depending on where you go but quite often that is the goal of a restaurant so with that being said there are going to be a lot of calories and even if the nutritional information is on the menu I'm always keen for people to overestimate at least by like 100 to 150 calories because you don't know if the chef is feeling generous with a little bit more oil this day you don't know if they're feeling a little bit more generous with the serving size so they might say 500 calories per plate but yours actually might be 600 650 so overestimating is usually the wisest thing to do but you've got to recognize if you are not overestimating and you've eaten three meals out per week and you've said okay well these are all 500 calorie dishes but the reality was that they were 650 you've added those 450 calories to your week and then let's say you're going out for coffees let's say you're having small bites here and there of food it's not a surprise that your deficit isn't quite as effective as you thought it was going to be so like I mentioned at the beginning this is all about awareness so what I want you to do is reflect think about where these could be creeping in because you're going to be putting in a huge amount of effort to achieve your results so you don't want to be tripped up by these small details that actually make a very very big difference so reflect on those five implement the strategy accordingly to overcome it and have more success within your fat loss endeavors I hope that helped team take care and I'll speak with you all tomorrow and that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcast from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.